Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. He always got straight A's, but his report card said he talked too much. This is the Roy Green Show. Over $850,000 from Canadians to the community of Humboldt, Saskatchewan. And it's GoFundMe.com and it's Funds for Humboldt Broncos. Funds for Humboldt Broncos. More than $851,000 have already been donated by Canadians Who Care. I want you to have a listen to um, Donna, I hope I pronounce everyone's name correctly, Donna Mikola, who billeted Mathieu Gomersik of Winnipeg when he played for the Steinbach Pistons. He survived that crash. And this is, uh, this is courtesy, of, courtesy of our chorus radio station in Winnipeg, CJOB. Have a listen to the conversation. What years did Matt bill it with you guys? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, he's been gone for two years now, so it was the years prior. Two years before, and it was... I'd have to run downstairs and look at our pictures. We have all across our rec room in the basement, we have pictures of all of our billets that we had, So, and each one has years on them. Okay, yeah. we will do that just to double yeah. check two years before. Um, so what was it like to have him living with you? Awesome. He is such a, when Matt first came here, he was very, very quiet and very shy. Um, it didn't take him too long though to warm up and kind of come out of his shell. And that was the first year. And then the second year he was here, we had a, another billet with him. And uh, those two were just, they were absolutely so much fun to have. Like, I've never laughed so much and listened to so many stories and watched their antics. It was just absolutely phenomenal. Like, they, well, Matt instantly, I mean, even the first year he was here when he started off so quiet, it didn't take long before he became part of our family. So you kind of become, as a billet parent, you kind of become like... they. It's like they become your children. You know, like, I don't have four kids anymore. I have four plus the eight billets that we've had. So, yeah, our family's grown a lot. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, um, well, I know you kind of said he was shy at first, but when he warmed up, he was a little bit kind of goofy. How would you describe his personality? Well, he is just just so sweet. Here, we can pause so you can hang on. That's, that's yours, and I dropped this thing again, which is not going to help. You can put help. it on your lap if that's easier. Okay. I know it's hard to, they're an awkward. Uh, and you know what? Before you start again, I will turn 
my phone off too. <laughs> then I don't have to worry about it. And then mine's gonna go off. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. So yes. Um, well, how would you describe his personality? He is a very caring, super wonderful person. Like his personality, he's a little bit shy. Um, but always like he's willing to do anything for anybody. Like he's just got a beautiful soul. And how old is he? I think I Matt is well, he's 20. He's 20, yeah. 20 years yeah. old. This is his last year playing for junior. Yeah. Okay, last year. What a devastating way to finish your junior career. I can't imagine. Um, so I, I have a sense of where you guys were when you heard of the, the crash. Um, well, well, actually, we when we were at the Pistons game, like I have the Pistons app on my phone. I also have the Broncos app on my phone and that way then anytime when they're playing, anytime there's a goal scored or anything, I get notification of it right away. So it's it's almost like being there but not as good. But um, I wasn't getting any notifications and Dave went on his phone and he said, oh, he said the game is delayed. I wonder, you know, I wonder why. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So we're thinking, well, maybe they had ice plant problems or, you know, something like that. So, and it just kept saying the game was delayed. So when we left there, the game for the Pistons, when we left and we went for coffee and a bite to eat, then that's when we got the call from our daughter and found out what had happened. Wow, and so, you know, when you hear that it was a team where you know a player, what was your initial reaction? Devastation. I thought I was going to be sick. I was so, like, it's hard to explain, you know. Like, the feeling was just unbelievable. And then when Shay had said that she heard that Matt had survived, then it was, you know, like relief, guilt. Actually, guilt and relief. Guilty because I was so happy to hear but then guilt because of the rest of the players that didn't make it and the rest of the people, how devastated they were. But, but oh yeah, I was terribly relieved when I'd heard that he was okay. And um, I take it you reached out to his mother? Yeah, I uh, texted his mom last night and she had just said that it was so amazing that he had survived um, and he does have injuries, but we don't know the extent of them yet. So, and I, you haven't reached out to Matt yet. Oh, I have wanted to so bad, but I think I'll just wait for a little while because I don't know what his injuries are, and I don't want to be interfering with, you know, what they're doing with him at the hospital and that sort of stuff. So I think I'll wait till later, early evening, maybe, and text him and see. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then I don't know whether he has access to his phone or not yet, neither, but. I did text his mom this morning and I haven't heard back from her, but I think maybe they're either out there or on their way out there to be with him. So. And are his parents in Winnipeg? Yes, they are. So his family's yeah. still based in Winnipeg? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it must be such a relief to know that... Oh, unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that's 
pretty much most of what I wanted to talk to you about. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to say? Mm, no. Other than the fact my husband said we're not really involved, but I tend to think we are. <laughs> there is uh, just... Donna Mikola, who billeted Matt uh, Gomersik, I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly, of Winnipeg when he played for the uh, Steinbach Pistons and he was in that crash yesterday and he survived. As you heard, it's, um, it's such a family relationship between the people who billet the hockey players and the hockey players and the family relationship as we suggested to Peter Woods, the executive director of Hockey Manitoba, extends also to the communities themselves. They feel like those hockey players that are there for a couple of years in their youth are really members of their community, honorary members of their community, and that's the way they remain. Bill is in Vancouver calling us at 800-263-2428. Bill, thank you for your patience, sir. Oh, uh, yes, Roy, glad you could get to me. Uh, first of all, I, I really want to, to thank you for for devoting your your a good portion of your your program to this disaster. Uh, it, it touches everybody who you know who who has well across the country, but especially though in those communities across the prairies and northern Ontario, and even you know right across the country, the small towns. Everybody with a small town connection knows that connection to that hockey team, the local boys, the local ambassadors who carry your banner around the province and who spend many, many uh, cold and drafty nights on those, on those old formerly school buses that are secondhand and, and, and uh, uh, cold, drafty. Uh, uh, it, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to put a... Uh, uh, words to that. No, you're doing it. You're doing an excellent job. You're doing it, uh, Bill. You're doing an excellent job because these are not big luxury coaches. These players travel on, uh, and and they play the game because of their dedication to to hockey. I was looking at the the roster of um, of the Humboldt Broncos, and I'm talking about the roster all the way back to the beginning of the team, and we should be joining the news conference. Very soon now in Humboldt, Saskatchewan. I was looking at the uh, the roster all the way back to the very beginning. As far as I could see, not one player made it to the National Hockey League. But they all, a lot of them made it to Junior A. Others made it to Semi-Pro. Others made it to a different aspect of, of hockey. But they were all there playing together as a team. They had a dream. They had an objective. They were playing for the community. And that's what matters. Ultimately. Well, exactly, Roy. I, 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 uh, I, my heart goes out to those people. I, I'm, I'm going to try and scrape together a few bucks and, and send them into the, to the fund, and because uh, uh, those kids are going to need a lot of, uh, a, a lot of healing, a lot of uh, uh, help down the road for, for, for scholarships or for whatever. The, the town is going to, is going to need a lot to, to. To recover from this, they may they may even have to take a year or two out of the league to try and regroup. But uh, uh, they're going to need uh, a fair amount of, of funds to put that together. No question. Once again, thank you, Roy, for your for your consideration of of, of these of these kids and uh, and uh, 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 it's it's just that a lot of people in the bigger centers like. Uh, 
Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, they don't appreciate the passion that 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 these communities, small communities, have because really, in the winter time, when the snow is three feet deep, it's all they have. It is all they have. It really is. And, and as uh, I think it was uh, Sheldon Kennedy who said, "Where did they? Where did the community gather? Where did the community meet after this tragic accident?" They met the at the arena. arena. They met. They went to the arena because that's the central core of the community, and their hockey team is the central core of their. I think their their lifeblood of activity, and I think that's terrific. If you if you know who you are, and if you know what matters to you, you're halfway there. We who yeah. live it. We who live in huge urban areas. You know. We go to a. We may go to a hockey game. You may go to a Canucks game. I may go to a Leafs game, although I'm a Habs fan. But I may go to one of a Leafs game. We may go to a to a major league sporting event, and we're watching people who earn five, ten, fifteen, twenty million dollars a year or more to play the game. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not nope. the same. Not the same as sitting in that oak, sitting in the, the cold draft okay. arena on the hard wood. Bill, benches. I have to. Bill, I have to go because the news conference is beginning. Is it beginning? Can we go to it? All right, we'll go to uh, to Humboldt, Saskatchewan, and the news conference. Please listen. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, my name is Joe Day. I'm the city manager for the city of Humboldt. And uh, certainly it is uh, very unfortunate the circumstances of why we're assembled here today. Uh, but we do realize the need for everybody to be updated and, and get some information from our community, what we're doing and, and some of the answers that we can provide. Uh, please be aware there's a lot of questions that we certainly won't be able to answer with our speakers uh, uh, that are coming up to the podium today. Uh, today uh, we will have uh, Kevin Geringer, President of the Humble Broncos. Bill Chow, President of the SJHL, Rob Minch, Mayor of the City of Humboldt, and Curtis Zawaki, Assistant Commissioner, Assistant Commissioner of the Saskatchewan RCMP. So I think uh, rather than delay it any further, I'll ask uh, Kevin Garriger to come up on stage. Thank you, Joe. I want to uh, introduce um, a face that uh, will be known by many of the parents uh, of the Humboldt Broncos, uh, Jason Neville, who is the Assistant General Manager and did a lot of work behind the scenes on, on uh, the education component uh, for our, our players. My name is, has been mentioned as Kevin Geringer. I'm the President of the Humboldt Broncos Hockey Club. On behalf of the entire Broncos family, our deepest sympathies go out to the injured, and the deceased, and of course all their loved ones. We are heartbroken and completely devastated by the tragedy that occurred yesterday. Our eternal gratitude goes out to the Humboldt and Nipwin Fire Departments and Paramedics, the RCMP Emergency Services crews, and witnesses for their selfless acts of bravery while trying to help those in need, our Humboldt Broncos. Our organization is working closely with the City of Humboldt's Emergency Operations Center to handle the immediate needs related to this crisis. While we try and move forward as an organization and community, we will never forget April 6, 2018. And we will never forget 
the members of our Broncos family who were taken from us and who were injured. And while we are stunned and grieving over this incomprehensible situation, we know that this is a moment when we must come together to support, to comfort, and to lean on one another. We will persevere, and we will honor the souls that were lost. The Humboldt Broncos family are doing everything in our power to support the victims and their families through the aftermath of this tragedy. Our immediate priority as an organization remains on meeting every need of our athletes, families, and billet families. Everything about this, about this tragedy is unprecedented, and it's overwhelming, including the torrential outpouring of support our organization has received. We are so thankful for the city of Humboldt and its residents, and the province of Saskatchewan and its residents, and the entire country of Canada for keeping us in their thoughts, prayers, and hearts. While we are unsure what exactly the coming days will bring, we will make every effort to update our Facebook page and social media channels to keep you, our fans and our citizens, informed. Just in closing, I want to remind folks of the local crisis number, 306-320-7961. Uh, and uh, if, if need be, because I know that that crisis number is, is of course, um, being used quite extens extensively, uh, you can also come to the Uniplex where we have supports in place here. We're very grateful for the work that uh, our, our services and, this, and our organization um, have worked together with the city and, and uh, health and everyone else um, to support everyone in, in, uh, in the humble Broncos um, family, which is all of us. Thank you. Take any questions? We'll take questions afterwards, uh, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, yeah, as a note, we'll, we'll take questions at the end uh, of the sessions after all four speakers have, have been up. Uh, next, if we could have Bill Chow, President of the SJHL. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, I don't have a lot to say um, other than Other than the worst nightmare has happened. As a league, um, we both support the Humble Broncos every way possible. The rest of the league is doing whatever we decide that we will decide to do moving forward. Um, I know there'll be lots of questions regarding hockey and everything else after, and that's really why I'm here. So, our condolences to everybody involved, our condolences to the families, our condolences to the injured. Thank you for the word, Bill. Um, next, Rob Minch, Mayor of the City of Humboldt.
This is uh, truly a dark moment for our, our city and our community and our province. Um, you know, we're, we're a small town and, uh, and uh, we're overwhelmed with the outpouring of uh, condolences that we've received from, um, from the province, from uh, beyond our borders in the province. Uh, and internationally. Um, I just got off the phone with the Prime Minister. Um, he sent his condolences to our city, to the Broncos, to the families. And uh, he also passed along condolences from a number of world leaders that have phoned him as well, including the President of the United States. Um, this, this tragedy has hit um, a number of people. Not just us, but I think everybody can relate to uh, to this experience. Um, you know, throughout Canada, we we see teams <clears throat> going out into the into the Canadian winters um, on buses all the time, and, I, and you know, it's always a, a thought in parents and parents' minds about what could happen, and, and unfortunately, has happened. So there is no playbook on what to do in cases like this, and, and uh, we're asking for everyone's support and, and uh, consideration in uh, in the coming days and weeks and months and years that it's going to take us to get through this. But we will get through it, and we will have support from the province and the federal government. Um, and from the city of and from the Bronco organization. Um, so I'm asking everyone here to stick together, to support each other, to do what you can to anyone that you know that is hurting in this time of grief. And uh, don't be scared to reach out. And if you are experiencing um, uh, issues that we have counselors on, on on site here at the Uniplex and we will have um, throughout the next while so uh, I've been reassured by the province that they uh, will support us in this as well so uh, I thank them for that. Lastly I would like to thank um, the citizens of Nifluin and their first responders. The first call I got Yesterday was from the mayor of Nippon, who offered condolences and, uh, and their support for the humble So um, I, I think uh, they, they experienced a, a tragedy uh, on that highway yesterday with their first responders. That is going to be uh, hard to hard to erase from a lot of people's memories. So um, I thank them for what they've done for us. So, in closing, um, I ask you again to uh, to support each other and to come together as a community so that we can get through this together. And uh, may God bless everybody. Thank you, Mayor Mitch. And before I go to the RCMP, I just want to follow up on our mayor's comments of uh, crisis support. Uh, 
you know, we can't, uh, I can't say enough about the, uh, the workers that uh, would have been uh, present here over the last uh, uh, 15 hours or something like that uh, since we first heard the news. We've got uh, local volunteers that are providing uh, crisis support as well as uh, some staff out in Saskatoon. And uh, certainly uh, here at the Uniplex here in, in Humboldt, uh, we're going to keep the doors open for people to come down here and get that support as much as they want. If you're in a jurisdiction that's a little further away from uh, Humboldt, we certainly encourage you to call your the local crisis support in your area because uh, certainly we know that this uh, affects a broad range of people, not only uh, around Humboldt, but across our province and in fact uh, internationally. So be sure to call uh, the support lines that are most readily available to you if you do need some support. Uh, um, and with that, uh, Curtis Zablocki, Assistant Commissioner, Saskatchewan RCMP. With profound sadness and heavy hearts that we come together this afternoon. Our thoughts and prayers are with everyone impacted by this terrible event. Family of the injured, friends, the communities of Humboldt and Nippon and the Humboldt Broncos organization. The hockey community has strong roots in our province, and the sudden loss of so many lives will be felt not only in Saskatchewan, but across this country. It's difficult to put into words the sorrow that one feels in a situation like this. Yesterday, at approximately 5 p.m., the Nipwin RCMP responded to a collision in the Humboldt Broncos bus in the tractor-trailer unit. Initial investigation has determined the tractor-trailer unit was traveling westbound on Highway 335 and the bus traveling northbound on Highway 35. There were 29 people on the bus at the time of the collision. 14 people died as a result of this collision. 15 others were sent to hospital with a variety of injuries. Some of the injuries are deemed to be critical in nature. The injured passengers were transported to hospitals in Saskatoon, where they are now with their families. The driver and lone occupant of the tractor-trailer unit was not injured in the collision. We continue to investigate this collision and have deployed the appropriate resources and specialized investigators, including a collision and constructionist team. Our investigators will be looking to all aspects of this collision to determine exactly what took place. This is a very involved investigation, and due to the large amount of evidence, information, and the number of victims, this work will take some time. It's too early to comment on the cause of the collision, and we will continue to provide updates as this investigation progresses. Finally, I want to recognize the efforts of the employees of the RCMP, other emergency responders, victim services workers, medical professionals, community leaders, and community members who responded to this event and continue to provide assistance. On behalf of the Saskatchewan RCMP, I extend a heartfelt thank you. Uh, as mentioned, uh, uh, we will uh, entertain any questions if there are any. If you 
have a question and uh, ask and specify that you'd like to ask the question. Yes. So clearly we have some um, difficulties with the feed from Humboldt, but there's a, the message from the community and the message from the police. Can you listen in, uh, please, on cue and let me know if it, uh, if it comes back strongly, and then we'll go back to the news conference from Humboldt, Saskatchewan. It's still cutting out. Okay, so it's so important to hear from the community and hear from the people in the community directly what is going on there today, because that's what people in Canada want to know. We've all, we've all become citizens of Humboldt. We all have. We may not even know exactly where it is in Saskatchewan, but we're one of you. And all you have to do is look at the GoFundMe account, which is now over a million dollars. Over a million dollars from Canadians has been directed to GoFundMe.com, funds for home Humboldt Broncos. Is it still breaking up? How's the feed from the news conference? Still staggering. It's still, okay. So what we'll do is we'll, uh, we'll end our coverage from the news conference there because the signal is still very weak. But we, we heard the significant part of what we needed to know. Now, I want to read you something. Before we take a break, I want to read this to you. I just received an email. This is from Sharon. She writes, I was born in the Humboldt area and grew up just north of there. I'm actually driving back to Calgary from there right now. I was home for Easter and this past week to visit with family and friends. Needless to say, I spent a very sleepless night getting lots of messages and texts. Their former coach, Dean Brockman, grew up right across the road from us. So I've always kept tabs on the Broncos, and I still get the Humboldt Journal. One of my brothers knows one set of parents very well, and another brother was just gassing up his vehicle in Humboldt yesterday, and one of the dads of one of the players was just gassing up his vehicle to go to Nepoin, and he wished him luck. A feel-good story, though, is my youngest brother had his three-year-old twins at the arena for the parent and tot skate, and the Broncos were just finishing a practice, and a few of them came over to try to interact with my brother's kids. And one of them, Caleb Dahlgren, even came back and handed some of the broken sticks to the twins to take home. The whole community will stand together and support them, and they will need our prayers and for a long time. That's from Sharon. And I appreciate uh, you sending that, Sharon. And I sent you a, an email in reply. Would you just take a look at that if you have a moment? Just take a, have a look at the email I sent you in reply. I'm Roy Green. This is the Chorus Radio Network. We'll take a break and come right back. <laughs> 